Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So, this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. Tony Robbins, Day 4, Episode 3, The Law of Familiarity. Something that is good to keep in mind, especially when it comes to your relationship, is the law of familiarity. If you haven't heard about it before, don't worry. I hadn't either, but it's there and it's very present in our lives, in our daily lives. Have you ever driven your car, ended up at home, and you don't know how you got there? It's because you usually take the same route over and over again. Your brain has already registered everything. And so you do other things when driving and you don't pay so much attention to your surrounding. And suddenly you're home. Well, the same thing goes with everything that you are around long enough. One day you will take it for granted. This happens in so many relationships. So think about your life. What in your life do you take for granted? Or who do you take for granted? And do you ever feel like your partner or your family take you for granted? How about you? How does the law of familiarity come into effect in your life? I am guilty as charged. Yes. I was too in the law of familiarity space. Well, I kind of like being in the law of familiarity. I like being in the space where everything's familiar and everything is the same. I'm comfortable there. It's like wearing comfy clothes and it's just, it's where I can go to relax, but it's not where I go to develop myself or challenge myself or grow and learn. I'm like that with everything. It takes me a long time to like things. We have like three paintings of orchids in my kitchen. My ex-husband, he chose them and he put them in my kitchen and I was like, oh, those are really ugly, ugly paintings. And it took me maybe 10, 12 years until I like, I really like those pictures. So yeah, they kind of grew on me and now I absolutely love them, even though I really, really disliked them in the beginning. But now I really, really love them. So now I have a really hard time getting rid of them. That's who I am. And that's how it is when you have your comfort zone. And I'm really comfortable in my comfort zone. Yeah, we always say step out of your comfort zone, or at least Tony Robbins did. A lot of times. It's something that you need to do. You need to step out of your comfort zone to broaden your horizons and to get different kinds of results. So first, with the law of familiarity, you have to become aware of it. If you're not aware of it, then you don't know what's happening around you. So now you are all aware of the law of familiarity. And what do you need to do to, because this is something that you kind of need to fight against. So Tony Robbins said you had to train your nervous system to rewire, and especially in a relationship. And um, you also need to not be putting labels on your partner and not focus on what you're getting instead of what you're giving. 
If you want to say that differently, you can say you should focus on what you're giving instead of what you're getting. So when a relationship is good, you're pulled into it. You want to be with a person and if it's not good, you'll pull away from it and from each other. You'll start doing things separately instead of together. I'm not saying that you need to be together every day of every week, every second. And uh, that you can't do anything apart. Because you can. You are both your separate people. You have your own interests. You have hopefully your own friends. But you should also want to spend time together. So when you're not spending time together, I would say that that is probably a warning sign. So in the beginning, in the relationship, just think about it for a second. What was it that attracted you to that person? How did he make you feel? How did you feel in the beginning? Did you feel the tingly? So in the beginning when you meet somebody, you are madly in love. Maybe you're not thinking. Maybe it's just your heart and you swept away by the emotions. But when you look at them, you look at them a certain way. Do you have any examples of love familiarity from your own life? Well, I have one that comes to mind. A couple of years ago, I worked for 10 years at the same company, and I did the same thing. I was watching x-rays of cargo, uh, looking for a dangerous thing that shouldn't go on an airplane. And it's very same thing every single day. So for me to motivate myself to come to work and do my best, I try to do the little things in life. I worked at a warehouse, and I worked with a lot of young men, because they're the ones that tend to work a lot in warehouses, at least here. And for me, coming to work every day, I try to greet everyone by name and I try to see if anything was different. If someone had a new haircut, if someone got a new tattoo. And I try to highlight those things and did it in a personalized way so that every day I came and I was the security guard, I would greet everyone. I would say like, oh, I like that tattoo. Even though I don't like tattoos, I try to say something nice about it. Like nice motive or nice coloring or I try not to lie but still I could somehow lift the positive things that I could find about them or the situation in a nice way. So that's what I try to do to not be stuck in boredom and get stuck in old tracks but try to keep new elements alive in my work situation. Yeah actually I did that too now when you mention it. I used to work as a cash register for many years and I worked there because I could spend more time with the kids. I would work evenings and when they were sleeping and it's very repetitive and I I don't really like repetitive jobs. But I worked here for many years and so I used to invent games. One of the games I had is when they put things up on the, I'm not sure how to say this, but the band that moves the items forward when it comes to the cash register. And as the items were coming to me, I just used to combine one with the next one that comes after. And I used to get really hilarious results. So like imagine if you had like ketchup on your... And then something else would come, like a pancakes or something like that. But that together with the having fun with my co-workers... Actually, we tried to have fun a lot and we were laughing a lot. That made me stay at that job for years and years. And that's kind of what you have to do 
to your relationship also. You have to keep being grateful to the person you're with and introducing excitement in your life. Just show each other that you still love each other, you still care about each other and you're not sick of each other and that you actually want to spend time together. When it comes to relationships, I was just curious, has your perspective on who your ideal man is from when you were young to now, has it changed over the years? What kind of qualities are you looking for right now? Yeah, I think it's changed. Really hard question. You're putting me on the spot here. But what I do feel, I feel I need someone that I want to communicate with. That's really important. I haven't had that. I understand now how important communication is in a relationship. I also, I want someone that is genuinely kind. And I mean that in a way that I want someone that understands the importance of animals, who can have the emotional intelligence to understand the benefits of having animals around. I want someone that is not afraid and shy away from intimacy. And I don't want someone that has to be macho all the time or have to be strong all the time. I want someone that I can be strong for and someone that can be vulnerable and maybe weak with me. So yeah, when I was younger, I wanted to save someone. I wanted someone that I could take care of. But now I want a partnership. I want equal give and take. I want someone that will lift me and let me soar and someone I can help lift and let soar. I don't want someone to fulfill me. I want someone to partner up with me that I can still have passion and love with. So I don't want to lose my independence just because I find someone that I love. I want to be able to still be me, fully me, and be accepted for being me. Yeah, it's really hard. I hope you understand what I'm saying. I just want to feel like I am enough, but I'm working on feeling to myself that I am enough. And I don't want to lose myself ever again and go all in for someone else. I want to go all in with me and I want someone that goes all in for them and still me and I them. So, yeah, lots and lots of complicated thoughts in my head, but I hope you get kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, so Tony Robbins, uh, he was actually there with his wife and they seem to have a really great both relationship and partnership. They seem to care very deeply about each other. When he looks at her, he smiles. And uh, when she looks at him, she's, you can see that they're both very much attached to each other. So they said, if you do what you did in the beginning of the relationship, in the end, there will be no end. And uh, it's a neat thought, and I'm just saying that it goes both ways. I come from a relationship where it just went one way, and there needs to be balance, and both people need to be on board and feel the same way. Yeah, I don't know who said it, but I, I think I've said it before, but you can't just breathe in and in and in. You need to breathe out equal amount of time. Breathe in and breathe out. That's the cycle of life. And I think that's how it should be in a relationship. But I don't think it should be forced. I think it should be effortless. I think if I found someone that has the same love languages as me, then it will be easy for me to give the way I understand how to give love and for him to receive the the same way that he would understand that it is love that I'm giving. My last relationship wasn't that. 
I wanted to do everything for him, and I thought that if I gave him time to go ride his bike for four hours on a Saturday instead of being with me and the kids, I showed him that I loved him enough to let him go, but he didn't see it that way. Of course, I'd rather have him home with me and the kids, but I thought he needed to go out and ride his bike with his friends, so I, I let him. I, I never put any boundaries. I never held him back when he wanted to do something. And for me, that was a way of showing how much I loved him, but I guess that message didn't go through. And I, I guess we ended up in the law of familiarity where we took each other for granted. I had thoughts and plans about the future when the kids grew up, but for him, he just feared it. That's one of the things he told me that he. He actually feared being alone with me in the future. He was fearful for the time when the kids grown up, and that was so hard to hear because that was the time I was looking for. That was the time I was longing for. That was the time I was planning for. So I guess being here and now, do the most of what you have. Don't take each other for granted. Be grateful. See the small things in life and lift the small things in life to keep the love and the passion going. I've learned a lot just talking about this. I've gotten some new insights and aha moments. So I hope you did too. And until next time, be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow for a new episode. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share, and subscribe, and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace, and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind, and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials, so you can download them as MP3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts, and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.